Hello, 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 and welcome back to part two of Support and Supporting. You got your girl, Alfreda, your host, here to bring you the most of What Did God Say Ministry. You are now tuned in to WDGS 333 on your podcast station. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I tell you this information on support and supporting is just exciting to my spirit. I want to bless those of you who are still tuning in with me on how we are not educated on support and how to support each other. As I said in my in my part one, Support comes from the initial stage of pre-existence. God supported our spirits to come through our our, our mother's womb as a vessel. God supported the seed to take root from our daddy, our, 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 our earthly dad, in order for that seed to take root. Because some people don't have that opportunity. I want to know, let you know and remind you how important you are. That you may not be discouraged. In receiving support, oh God, bless us today. We are always supported, but sometimes we get sidetracked in appreciating and comprehending the different ways that we are supported. So let me share with you, as I said at the close of part one, seven ways, seven ways that we can support each other. Because support comes in many ways. And all support, even though we we know these ways, people don't always celebrate us. One, you can always support a person in prayer. That's number one. Prayer. Because prayer can go where we can't go. See, you can support people in prayer. We don't know how many people need the support of prayers wherever they are going, whatever they are doing, whatever they are attending. Support people in prayer. Prayer can go where you can't get to. Pray for people, for their gifts or their talent to be birthed, to be brought forth. Pray for people if they have an event to make it safely to and fro. Pray for the provisions to be provided to people in their endeavors of their vision. I want to help you today. Number two, the second way we can support people is through money. Money. Money can get to people quicker than we can, especially with cash out. <laughs> I remember back in the days before cash out, money could get to people quicker than we can, either through Western Union or, 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 or what was the other one? Then they started MoneyGram. So support people in your giving. This is how. Even the churches where you attend or may not attend. This is how the growth of the ministry moves is through money. And you can never place money. Let me share this with somebody. You can never place money in good ground and it will not return to you. See, if you do, that means God telling a lie. But God said he's not a man that should lie. And his word will not return void. But it will accomplish what he sent it to do. Don't be so stuck on who you gave money to. See, when you're supporting a vision or a person with a vision. And you plant a seed on good ground. 
Oh, God, I hope your people get this. God will always return it back to you. And even when, you know, when the church says sometimes, those who can't give and desire to give, if you don't have money to get to people, you have a desire for somebody. That's when you pray, Lord, if I don't have money to bless them, touch somebody else's heart who have that ability to give to them to do so. Let me help enlighten you today on how the many ways you can support somebody. So then there's money. Number two. Number three, attending. If somebody is having something and you are able to attend. Now, some people are not always able to attend because they may not have transportation that's dependable, reliable. Their body may not feel dependable or reliable. And sometimes even their resilience and their spirit, they may not even believe in what you're doing. So they may not attend. I don't know. But if you have the capability and ability to attend, then attend. Surely if someone is doing something locally, Because see, some people don't always have the gas or the provisions. And when it's like that, don't fret. Let me help you. Don't fret. Don't fret. Don't worry about it. You know, I got this quote from my pastor friend that says, whoever come is who meant to be there. Majority in numbers does not always suffice and being effective. Majority in numbers does not always suffice in being effective. You know, God may need to structure us from a humble place of small beginnings. You know, when I started this ministry, what did God say ministry? God had given me numerous notes all down through the years. I didn't do anything with them. And the very first book that I launched, ladies, what did God say? Who are you? God had said at first, you know, start writing. And I said, God, I, I, I didn't like English. That's not my favorite subject. But God said to me, you don't have to be perfect to push a plan and a vision that I gave you to present to people. I hope somebody got that. You don't have to be perfect to push a plan to present to people that I gave you. But see, my my mind was like, oh, they're going to criticize if they see a word misspelled. If, if, If they don't comprehend what I'm trying to say. But you know what I learned from God pushing me without constantly being supported by others? I learned how to get better and better and better. So the majority didn't celebrate me initially. And it's not a majority that celebrates me now. But what God showed me is from the few that did, that continued to push me and continued to say to me, girl, you keep doing what you're doing. That's my best friend. I always ring it in my ear. You keep doing what you're doing. Don't you let nothing and nobody stop you. She kept pushing me with just them simple words. 
She repeatedly say them almost every time we talk. And she thanked me for being her friend. She said, you keep doing what you doing. Keep doing it. She said, because you can. She would impart words of encouragement to me. And see, I didn't always, I wasn't always good at reciprocating that. Because I, I got this thing about me. I don't like false humility. I'm not going to say what make a person feel itchy, itchy to their ears feel good if I didn't support and believe what they're doing because I see the hypocrisy in what they're doing. It's not from a genuine place. So a lot of times I would be reluctant to compliment. But see, that goes again. We need to learn how to support one another, even in our reluctancy of not seeing the vision. And I said I had to cultivate through the word of God to start learning that. Okay, so 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 that's the third way of tending events if you able. And let me just say this, when you're able, if something is locally in your city, let me say this, especially if you can walk to it, and you believe in the cause of God for the ministry, and your body is able, and it don't cost you nothing to get there, you should be there. Support that person. If you support them on Facebook, and you're able to walk to an event that they're having, go. Because in my hometown, I remember when we had to walk to the clubs, we would thumb a ride as long as we got there. We would strike out. I'm going to talk about me. Let me say this. I would strike out walking. And if I saw a car pass by me with somebody in it I knew, I would throw up my thumb and, and holler, hey, they pull over to the side and I run to the car to catch a ride. So if you in a small city, now I understand in metropolitan cities, you know, and to get on the other side of town may not be convenient. But I want to say this to people who live in small cities. If somebody that you give a thumbs up to on Facebook, you should support them if you believe in God and they doing a purpose and a work for God. Now you might not be all into the method of execution. I understand that. But just like I said in my first podcast, part, 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 part one. When I used to go to these workshops with these monotone speakers that'll put you to sleep. Like you took two or three sleeping pills because they so boring. The other race of people in them workshops. Now, I didn't ever go to sleep because I'm, I'm one of them people. I like to gleam and see what point they get into. What, what am I? And I talk to God in my head, you know, with patience. Lord, give me patience. They're going to give me a pointer that's going to help me. Okay, they may talk for three hours because sometimes we went to workshops that was all day long. We stopped for a few breaks and then we'll stop for lunch break and we'll go back to that same monotone, boring person. But in my mind, I would keep praying, God, give me patience. Because it's something I'm, I'm, I'm in this workshop for a purpose. And even though I don't like the execution of the person that hosting the workshop, I'm in here for a purpose. So I got my notepad and I got my pen. I'm going to still pray for patience and take me some notes to keep me alert. 
Sometimes, even if we don't embrace the execution of the way a person ministers, the way the person pray, the way the person live in their personal life, we can still support the mission and the ministry that we say we believe, which is God. Amen? Okay, the fourth thing, a way that we can support people is purchasing paraphernalia. You may can't get there. You may not want to send money because you, you, you haven't been enlightened that whenever you sow a seed in good ground, <laughs> you bless in your own life. You may not have gotten that revelation, but you may want something tangible that you can see before you invest your money. It could be a book. It could be a t-shirt. It could be a cup. It could be a pencil or ink pen. People support businesses all the time. In my 28 years of my career, I dealt a lot with customer service and managerial positions. And we would have to order from businesses from people we never met. Ink pens, keychains, all kind of paraphernalia that we would give out to customers or residents. Oh, I hope somebody get this. To support them. I didn't know that man behind that catalog. I didn't bit more know how his company started and didn't take time to research him like people want to do, folks. I just know that when we got the ink pens or the little marketing gifts from this company, these paraphernalia, we gave them out as trinkets to show other people how much we appreciate them being a customer to us. So sometimes we can support somebody to show appreciation to somebody else. Oh, I hope somebody getting this information. That's number four. You can purchase paraphernalia, purchase a book, purchase a t-shirt, get an ink pen, And see, this is where I have to go back and revert to our African-American people. We'll support businesses and order stuff from them we don't know nothing about. We don't know nothing about these people. They have never imparted not one blessing in our lives. Because what we got from them, we paid for. So when you're getting paraphernalia from these companies... You can order a blank t-shirt, but you're still supporting a business to a person. Giving them your money, you don't know anything about. But there are some people who you know. People have prayed for you. People you have called on in a time of need. People who have been instrumental to enlighten and, and rejoice your spirit. And you won't buy a pencil from them. Mm. Help me today, Lord. Woo, I hope somebody getting this. Number five. Another way we can support each other in the many ways to always know that we're celebrating people when you support them is sharing a word. You know, word of mouth in my career, especially in the property business, we used to say a word of mouth travel quicker than anything. That was a cliche we had in the business for 17 years in that particular career. A word of mouth. So we had to be careful the information that came out of our offices. 
Because we said if they if something bad gets out on the property, it's going to move faster than anything. So we had to maintain a certain image. We had to maintain a certain conduct. We had to maintain a certain dress apparel. Because it was important how a word of mouth can travel. People can send out negativity quicker than positivity. I know y'all got to know that. So when we support people in words, then what we do, we tell people something good about that person. We share something good about that person. About even maybe their paraphernalia. They don't have to always give us money. We don't have to always buy things from them. You can support a person through a word. And just say something good. Say something kind. You know, I got a, I got a relative, a family member, and, 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 and they did a play some years ago. I mean, I just enjoyed that play. And everybody I spoke to about that play, I said something good. I said, man, did I enjoy that play. Man, did I enjoy that play. And then and when it latched on, it let other people get supported. See, good words encourages support. Oh, I hope somebody getting this. But if I had my word of mouth, have I said, oh, child, you don't want to go see that. See, this is what I'm saying. A word of mouth can be support. But it's not just the words, it's how, what words are you using? What words are you using? Are you using words to tear down? Or are you using words to build up? If you're not doing nothing else to support somebody, the least you can do is say something good. Say something good about what they're doing. Say how, I don't care if it's as simple as somebody gave their life to Christ. Do you understand the magnificent metaphor of a person giving their life to Christ? Instead of saying, I'm so glad that they gave their life to Christ. And I pray that God give them deliverance to let their light so shine. You got some people that will give their life to Christ. And I heard, I think it was a recording one time of Juanita Bynum. And she said, before people can get up and go the next day to walk in the spirit of God, and I'm paraphrasing, she said, they will say, oh, well, watch how long they're going to be saved. Girl, I bet you they're going to backslide in a minute. Oh, yeah, they gave their life to God today, but they'll be in the club tomorrow. I'm saying, you're not even supporting a person who took a step to make a good change. Because I say anybody give their life to God, that's a good thing. Everybody should rejoice. Because as God take a hold, we got to resort back to the what did God say. See, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And then the other scripture that talks about in Romans, they say, if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart, you shall be saved. People, listen. Embrace the joy of anybody who life has been converted. Because that person is now a better citizen among us than people used to be. You should be glad when somebody converts their life to salvation. That person is less likely to rob you. Cuss you out, cut you, kill you, steal from you. Be be a part of a mass horror. How 
how dare people? So what if they ain't got delivered? But if you keep speaking, supporting words over their lives, they'll eventually keep moving into a better place. Just like I said, this book I'm working on now, this fourth book, is moved into a better place than the first one, than the second one, than, than, than the third one. Because the more and more I had to encourage myself and be of good courage, I couldn't give up. And we're going to talk about that in part three. How not to give up when people don't support you. Let me move on. Okay, number five was sharing a post. Sharing a word. Sharing a post. It won't hurt you. Why are you worrying about who looking at you? Who you choose to support? It's not like you supporting something cruel or evil. You're sharing some good news of the gospel. How long does it take a second to give a thumbs up? Oh my God. Number six. Other ways we can support people is through suggestions and ideas. Sometimes when people call me, I like to give suggestions and ideas. Anything that can bless their business. Anything that can bless their endeavors. You know, I shared with a lady who wanted to start a nonprofit organization, and I shared with her. I said, um, well, you know, it, it costs less than $200. And they said, no, 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 I don't. I searched online and the minimum is $1,000 and I think the maximum was $3,000, she said. And, and some of them $5,000. I said, and you are absolutely correct. When I went online, listen to me, people, listen to me. And I Googled how to start a nonprofit organization. All those high-end prices popped up in my face too. So the Holy Ghost said, in some of my research, and it said, well, you know, the, the, the people that orchestrates and mandates, and you got to set your business up, you know, lawfully, is the IRS. So call them. So I took time, and I made a call to the IRS. I spoke with the lady about nonprofit. The lady told me how much money I can pay the IRS. Go online, get an application through the IRS website, and then they have a portal set up where you can make a payment, scan that application, fill it out, sign it. It won more than two pages. Fill it out, sign it. Scan it back, pay through the portal, and boom, your nonprofit is established. Being resourceful, making suggestions, giving people ideas. So the young lady said to me, oh, thank you. See, I supported her in a suggestion to save her some money to establish she want to do an outreach ministry in evangelism. It's many ways we can support people, people. Oh, my God. Support people through ideas and suggestions. Number seven, mentoring. You know, I give a lot more support than anything in mentoring. Mentoring, mentoring family, mentoring people in your community, mentoring people in your church. You know, back in the old school days, they used to assign a person when you came up to the church and you gave your life to Christ and 
then they would go through the right hand of fellowship for people to come around and offer support to you for taking that step to come into the desire of the fold of the church, of the ministry. And then people would, after giving you their right hand to fellowship, Back in the old school days, the pastors used to assign somebody who had that strength and stamina in the church to yoke with that person as a mentor. See, that's the new word, mentor. But back in the old school days, before they was using that word, you know, they would just tell somebody they're going to assign you to sister so-and-so, a brother so-and-so, you know, and they will lead you and guide you so when you got weak you can call upon them when you had questions you can call upon them when you got discouraged they was there to encourage you because you a baby taking this walk oh my god can we learn how to support people can we learn how to support people Because remember, the main reason we should support something or someone is because we believe in what they are providing. Either personally, professionally, or privately in goods and services. And remember, belief can be in a fact. Or it can be something we don't even see. It can be in a vision. But when we celebrate people, when we support them, we should bring encouragement and encouragement, what's it do- what it does, it compels people. It pushes people. It tells us. And sometimes, even in our compelling, encouraging push, ooh, let me give this to somebody. It, can, it don't always be with soothing words. Do you not know you can compel and push somebody and tell them it, can, it might be a threat? It can be with an enticement. Oh my God. Sometimes we can get support from people through threatening words, through enticing words. I know this person, (laughs) and I got to say this, because I love this person. If you tell them something they cannot do, this is is ironic, but some people like this now. Come on, y'all, let's keep, keep it real. They will be challenged to prove to you what they can do. You can support them in saying stuff that's negative and it will push them into positive. Oh, I hope somebody got that. If I say, well, listen, well, I understand you don't do that because you just don't have that ability to do that. Now, then they'll turn around and prove to me, yes, I do. See, it's so many ways we can support people, but this is the thing. You got to be careful because there's a thin line. You got to know people when you are saying words to push them that that may not be soothing to them. They have to know that you're saying these words out of love. Just because they're not soothing don't mean that those words cannot be effective. Mm. Let's not be so quick to take everything to heart without taking it to mind. 
filter through your mind and say, well, do this person love me? Have they shown me that they love me? Why? Instead of just saying, why they saying this to hurt my feeling? Oh, they just hurt my feeling. Oh, they said this to hurt my feeling. Okay, well, reach back, rewind, revisit, and reflect. Have that person who hurt your feelings shown you acts and kindness of love? Mm. When people love you, sometimes they're not always giving you soothing words, baby. Let me help strengthen you. Sometimes that's the push into positivity and productivity. Oh, God, help me today. Mm. Okay. As I keep it moving, I got to say, I am enjoying support and supporting. But it has taken me to learn how to offer support. I'm going to go back over those seven things real quick because support come in many ways. And because I've noticed a lot of people don't support because they're not educated in support. Number one, prayer. Number two, money. Number three, attending. Number four, purchasing. Paraphernalia. Number five, sharing. Sharing a word, sharing a post. Because sharing a word travels real quick. Suggestions and ideas. Offer sometimes people suggestions and ideas that God may give you. You know, in the work industry, we always used to say, two minds are better than one. Or people may have heard the cliche, two heads are better than one. Don't get so offended when people want to share suggestions and ideas. Take them. Apply them. It's to bless your life. It's to bless whatever your endeavors. If it helps, it's a blessing. Anything that helps is a blessing. Keep that in mind. Number seven, mentoring. You can mentor somebody. Mentor them. Let them know that, listen, I may not be able to attend your events. I don't have money. I do pray for you. Prayer is also a way of mentoring. But then you can let them know directly, well, listen, I have these skills and education and attributes. If you need me, I'm here. They may need you to write a letter. They may need you to just mentor them and listen to them so they can get out of things that discourage them. And then you may can give them some suggestions and ideas on how to be encouraged from the discouraged. Well, I hope somebody get this. Last but not least, and I'm going to go into part two. I mean three. I'm sorry. Part three. Part three, I want to talk about the purpose that we can support. The purpose. See, we support and supporting. But the purpose, because sometimes the people we support is not on purpose. I hope y'all get this now. And sometimes the people we don't support is on purpose. So we're going to talk about that in part three. But remember, support was from the beginning of time. God supported us in our coexistence. And we are always being supported in some way or another by either our pastors, our church, birth in itself, school, colleges, careers, marriage, motherhood, and ministry. 
Don't allow discouragement to obscure your vision because you don't may not feel that you're being supported. Sometimes we're looking at immediate support, but when we reflect and rewind, and this is what keeps us out of being selfish in supporting people. Somebody supported us along our way. It might be an elementary school teacher. It might be a high school teacher. I remember some words that constantly resonate in my spirit from my junior high school principal in the ninth grade, Mr. Weaver. He wrote something in my yearbook that sometimes I have to pull it out and go back and reflect and rewind and revisit those words in order to constantly move forward to be encouraged. They were very encouraging words. So when we move from the narrow-mindedness of an illusion that the enemy try to make us feel like we're not supported, all support may not be immediate support. Some support has came throughout our journey that has left a footprint in our lives. Oh, I hope somebody get this. Draw from that to encourage you today. Draw from someone, somebody may be your supervisor that you might have despised because they said some words that didn't make you feel good. But that same words they said push you to accelerate to the career you have now. Oh, I hope somebody get this. Tune in for part three. Part three, what we're going to talk about, the purpose of support. I thank you again for tuning in to part two of support and supporting. And until part three, and I'm going to run right on into it. And I'm orchestrating it as God said. Don't try to compact it all in this long drawn out. Put your time limit and move it in sections. May the blessings of the Lord flow, flow, flow down into your spirit. Meet all of your needs. And those good ones. As you delight yourself in the Lord and you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. Roll on with me to part three of support and supporting. Peace out.